Hello my beautiful geeks, how is everybody doing today and welcome back to the Geek Fortress Podcast. I hope everybody's had a great week, couple weeks, month. If it's your birthday, happy birthday month. If it's not, if you know somebody whose birthday's coming up, happy birthday to them. If you're listening to this on a Friday, happy Friday, you made it, congratulations. If you're listening to this on a Monday, I'm sorry, but you can do this. You got this. You can make this happen. I believe in you. I really, really do. If you're watching this on a Wednesday, you're halfway there. So, yeah. And any other day after that, I think you'll be okay as well. But welcome back, guys. I am very excited to bring you this episode today. Brought to you by my cat. That's it. That's all you need. And uh, we're going to get right into it, folks. But before we do get into it, it's time. Once again, brought to you by my cat. The geeky fact of the day. It's a geeky fact of the day. So that you guys know that The Sims game developer, you may have heard of this small little tiny game, this live simulation called The Sims, super tiny, maybe you've heard of it, but in any case, the game developer will write. He feared that certain phrase, uh, phrases excuse me, of English dialogue would become very robotic and kind of be challenging to translate into different languages when it would get distributed all over the world. And, you know, if you have to translate the game into other languages, things may change. So in order to avoid those issue, uh, those issues, excuse me, he decided that he should make a unique language that would only be suited for the world of The Sims. And no matter in what language you were playing it in, Japanese, English, Spanish, whatever, they're all going to talk the same thing. And that is how Simlish was born, the official language of The Sims. It draws apparently from Ukrainian, French, Latin, Finnish, English, something called Fijian, I may miss mispronouncing that, Cubano, and Tagalog. So it has a little bit of everything. So if you've ever played The Sims and you've listened to them talk that way, now you know why that came about. Susu indeed. It's a geeky fact of the day. Alright guys, so let's get to today's episode. Why are life sims so relaxing and i'm talking about life sims and farm sims as well because i do think that they fall under the same criteria it's just kind of like life simulations yeah you can have a life as a farmer you can have a sims life in general let's just call it life simulators in general but farm simulators are included as well so uh this episode kind of was born even before i knew i was going to do the podcast um, a little while ago, I think it was like a year or two ago, uh, maybe a little before that, when Animal Crossing was still like on its hype, for more on that, please visit episode one. Yes, that's right, I did a cheap plug. Uh, my little nephew wanted to play Animal Crossing because he wanted to visit my island and I wanted to visit his, whatever, vice versa. We couldn't see each other all the time because of said pandemic. So um, one day, I went over to their house, and I was kind of just setting him up with everything, with the island, with the first few things. And his mom, my sister-in-law, was right there. And as I was showing him everything, uh, she was like, hold on. So in this game, you have to work? That's not fun. And I sat there, and at first I was like, you mom. But I I didn't say that, but I was like, she's onto something here. And that got me thinking, you know, she, she's right. 
you are kind of working in that game, you know? You have to do things like plant crops and do this and raise animals if you're playing other games. And I was like, wow, she's right. Like, what is this freaking psychology behind this that I hate to work in real life, but I love to work in this life simulation? Why is that? I mean, we could get into the psychology of things, but I'm not going to open that book today because we could go down a rabbit hole that we do not want to go down to today. Trust me. But if you guys think about it, could, could it come down to like quick gainings? Because in, 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 an, in a video game, you can become a millionaire either by working your, let's quote unquote, ass, your pixelated ass in that game. Let's say you don't want to use the mother lochi like in The Sims. And it's just easy. I feel like life is easier in one of these simulations. And even if it's not, if you know something that's going to take you a while, you you gladly do it. Like, I remember playing Stardew Valley and me wanting to grind to collect all the items to get my greenhouse fixed. Because I didn't, I didn't do the Joja route where you can get everything basically if you sell your soul to them. Uh, what I did is I did it the hard way. So... There was something satisfying about doing all of that and spending hours upon hours upon hours on trying to get it. And for some reason, in real life, that's just... I mean, yes, you, you do get far if you work hard, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it's like, I'd rather be in a fake life, you know? <laughs> and again, we could go into the psychology of that, but it's, 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 it's not fun. I mean, maybe it is for a psychology podcast, but not for this one. This one, we're just looking at the geeky aspect of it and how fun it was. So, yeah, it, it got me thinking, and I was like, wow, I really need to talk about this someday. So, here we are. So, that's Animal Crossing. But now, let, let's let's look a little further back. Let's talk about The Sims and the legacy of The Sims. So, for those of you guys who have never, ever played The Sims... Uh, basically, you create your own character. You either build them a house or you move into a house in this neighborhood. And you're put in there. And that's it. You have to live your life. Hence the name, Life Simulator. And when you are living your life, you can get married. You can have kids. Your sims get old, you know. Uh, in the old ones, I believe the new ones don't have this. But in the old ones, like if you die, the Grim Reaper come would come and get you. It was it was the craziest thing ever. Um, so yeah, that that's The Sims. But what is it that it made it some something that people were like, holy smokes, I I need to play this. Like I first got introduced to it maybe The Sims One when my cousin used to play it back in the day. But I never really never really caught my eye. I was still a kid, you know, I think it was like eight, nine years old when I first saw the first one. I, I maybe a little older, but my, my cousin loved it, and I, I was also wondering the same thing. Like, why is this relaxing? Why is this something that you want to do? Like, you really want to go to work every day? You're, you're already doing that in real life. But it wasn't until I got a PlayStation 2 later in my life, and I played The Sims 2 for the PS2. And guys, I spent hours upon hours upon hours upon hours playing that game. I got the perfect career, built the perfect house, etc., etc. And I was like, I get it. I get it. And the rest is history. After that, I've been into Sims, live Sims, and uh, farming Sims for ever since. It's It's been fun. And 
There is something about that quick and quote unquote quick because sometimes it takes a few gaming hours but it's it's better than a game to take a few gaming hours than to take you 10 14 years of your life to go to school uh get a career being dead for the rest of your life and there's something about being able to have that gratification that not not instant gratification but almost faster gratification of doing it in a fake world that you can never be actually be a part of that kind of takes you away from reality of things and it makes you enjoy it so much more. It's so sweet and savory to know that you have an expanding career in The Sims. Or you're a great farmer in Stardew Valley. Or you are a fantastic um, uh, cropper in uh, Wildflowers. Or anything like that. Any, any game like that. You know, Stardew Valley being like the one that I would probably mention the most in here. Because... That is like the epitome of farming sims, at least for me. And it, it, it's just something about that, knowing that you have that. It's almost like having a second chance at doing your life over, even though it's in a fake world. It's like the Matrix sort of situation. Like, are we the sims in someone's freaking game? That's for another episode, though. But just keep that in the back of your mind. <laughs> but yeah. And so, skipping ahead again to Animal Crossing, like that's why Animal Crossing became so huge. Again, no, not gonna go too much into detail because I discussed this on the first episode, but it gave people this uh, outlet where you could hang out with friends and this and that, so that you could um, you could hang out with them when you couldn't in real life. So fake life, quote unquote fake or video game life, was a hundred times better than real life. Because I people were getting sick around us, people were dying because of COVID nineteen, and it's like nobody wants to go through that. So, Animal Crossing became the go to, and that's it. It's fake life. Sometimes it's better than real life. I think that's the bottom line of it. I don't you don't care if you have to work or whatever, but you're working for something that it's gonna be a lot more fun because you can upgrade your buildings and this and that let's face it it's way cheaper to upgrade your barn and start the valley than it is to build a single bedroom in real life especially nowadays you know so this is when these live sims just are come so important because fake life sometimes is just better and i'm not saying you should live your life in fantasy la la land no i mean i'm a pisces apparently that's what i do all the time but it's healthy to an extent to be able to escape reality not fully but to at least be able to know that you have this family in stardew valley to attend to this uh live in the sims to attend to you know it's um it's insane it's insane and we can go back even further uh for example uh, harvest moon harvest moon was one of those games that when it first came out everybody fell in love with you know and then the whole thing happened where they had to split and then nowadays it's story of seasons but harvest moon is coming back so that's freaking insane and at the time of me recording this i'm i'm playing story of seasons a wonderful life which is a remake of the one that came out many years ago for uh another system which i'm drawing a blank on right now but we all know that it's the era of remakes so they made it and i'm enjoying it a lot yeah there's some things that are more simple than other farming sims or life sims for example, in Star the Valley, you have to grind for pretty much everything, but it's, it gives you such a satisfaction. 
uh, in this one, in uh, A Wonderful Life, after year one, your house just kind of gets expanded on its own. Like, you didn't have to go, like, wood. There's no foraging, you know? But I enjoyed it because, for me, I tried a little bit of everything in the farming sim world. And this one, it's almost like a little break for me, you know? It's like, holy crap, I don't have to cut down trees. And for some people, it's probably like, I like cutting down trees. I like digging. I like uh, breaking rocks. And me too. But for that game, I'm having fun with it, guys. Let me tell you, I'm just done with uh, year one. Um, I got married already. And the one thing that shocked me is that at the end of year one, your wife is like, oh, we ever have, like to have a kid? And I was like, yeah, why not? You know, let's do it. And then I figured that was going to be something for the next year. But no, no, no. That, like, in the next scene... You have a kid. It's crazy. It's crazy. But then you can continue your story. You know? But going back to the the one that I think has like changed the industry when it comes to live sims and farming sims. And it, it was a game that wasn't even made by a whole team. It was made by one man. And that is Stardew Valley. If you guys have not picked up Stardew Valley... I highly, highly recommend it. Um, your grandfather dies. You're giving this farm, which seems to be like the the the, the storyline for most of these. Like somebody dies, and then you get giving this and blah blah blah. And you have to build your farm from the ground up. Like you build your fences. You bring. You build your. You make your house bigger depending on how much wood you get. Uh, there's mining, there's uh, little creatures that you have to fight. It, it's a little bit of everything. And for somebody who me who's always been into games like Skyrim and The Elder Scrolls and things like that, that just adds a whole new level of awesomeness. Because on top of that, it's a live sim. Like, I'm always looking through Kickstarter for new live sims because I'm a sucker for them. That's how crazy it is. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I really should not be backing all of these. But uh, I, I do because they're amazing. Excuse me, let me get a sip of water. And it's um, it's really fascinating that this genre has not slowed down ever since back in the day. I actually feel nowadays they are even more popular than they were when I was a kid, or when you were a kid, you know, or when your parents were a kid. And it is definitely a beautiful way to escape the realism that sometimes could be too much. Like with uh, so many people suffering from anxiety, depression... Sometimes it's okay to escape into a world that you don't have to worry about paying your bills, you know? That you don't have to worry about making your next payment for your car, or for your school, or for this, or for that. It is therapeutic. And that's what a lot of, a lot of times people, like people who are like anti-video games don't really understand. They don't understand that these games are like an art form. They're a way to express yourself. They're a therapeutic way of relaxing and kind of just having a break from the real life it's like almost <laughs> in a way you can hit pause on your real life and then go into these games and then just get lost before you know it you've been playing eight hours and i know what you're thinking you can also do that in wow but that's again that's for a whole different topic but that's mmorpgs rpgs as another great genre of game so we will definitely discuss in a future episode but the the, the whole experience of a uh, farm simulator 
it's just something that has really stuck with me. Like, I love it. Like, there's something about having to water your crops every day, and then when they finally come out, you're like, yes. And if you forget to water one day, something goes bad, you're like, no, and start the valley. If you forget to pick all your pumpkins up, and then you go into the next season, and then they all, like, wither away. Oh, my God, that hurts so much, especially when you've put so much money into them. Oh, but, yeah. So, to, to go in a little deeper on this, to the why these farming and life sims are relaxing, um, I... I did some research regarding like why people like these and most almost everybody just says I enjoy the escape aspect of it I enjoy the fact as I mentioned before that you could go into a different world that can relax you and you don't have to be concerned about anything other than making sure you milk your cow in the game or that you make more mayonnaise with those eggs that you're getting, you know? Um, it's it's something that, yes, my sister-in-law at the time made him not found it relaxing because she's working and then she wants to work again on a game on top of that. But I really think that it's nice, like my nephew, for example, wanted to look into it and he wanted to kind of get into it because it's a genre that definitely deserves more attention. Like, yes, there's a big community out there for relaxing games and uh, farming and life sims but I do feel like nowadays people are more excited about shooters and um, survival of this and that don't get me wrong I'm a sucker for survivals too I'm not a big shooter guy but um, like survival games and stuff like that I love them too but sometimes it's okay to relax and you don't have to play a video game to go crazy to go nuts you can play a video game to relax you don't have to play the game and like like play a game like a one versus 100 where you're freaking out the whole time and yeah some people are good at it i suck at them but sometimes you can just play one of these live sims or one of these farming simulators where you can just relax you can just do you like one of the things that i loved about animal crossing was the whole take your time thing because it was a day-to-day game. So what you did on one game, once you're done, you had to wait for the next day. Again, yes, you could time travel. But if you did it the right way, it was it was teaching you so much about patience. And, and love for what you're doing that day. And seeing your house slowly become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And paying your loan to freaking Tom Nook. And then finally getting up and with all the rooms and everything. And then decorating your rooms. And that that's not just in Animal Crossing. All the games like you do that. Like The Sims. Like there's whole YouTube channels dedicated to just people building houses. Or building sets that look like things from other TV shows. Or something like that. And I see why people find those relaxing. It's the same, the same sister-in-law was like. Why do you enjoy watching other people play games when you can play them yourself? I don't know. I just do. Not everything needs a, a, a why and a because. Sometimes you just enjoy. Like, why do you enjoy doing the things that you do? Because I do. I like them. That's what it comes down to. So, if don't think there's anything wrong with you if you like farming sims or live sims or whatever you may like. That's you. That's what makes you you. It makes you unique. And don't let anybody ever talk you out of them just because they're like other things in their lives. But this makes me happy. But, yeah. So that's the, the, the quick psychology behind it. Even though 
I said I didn't want to get too deep into it, which I'm not. Just kind of scraping the surface of the iceberg as to why these things keep us relaxed. They keep us alive, you know? And one of the best things that I enjoy about this life sims or farming sims is that every game has different mechanics. Yes, you can agree that they all have the same basic things. Uh, put plants down, water them, grow the crops, blah, blah, blah. But every game may have something that the one before did not. Like Star of the Valley, that has a little bit of everything. And like I was mentioned before, Story of Seasons, uh, A Wonderful Life. It has things that are easier than other ones. So I find myself sometimes being playing like seven live sims at the same time or farming sims. And I'm just like, yeah, I, um, I'm going to, I need to play one more. <laughs> so like right now I'm playing that. I'm playing Wildflowers. Every once in a while I log into my Animal Crossing. I started uh, Disney Stardew, uh, Star Disney Stardew Valley. That doesn't exist, guys. <laughs> I do still play Stardew Valley, but Disney Dream Valley. I started as well, but I stopped because I had it on Xbox, and I stopped my Xbox Live membership or the the Game Pass. It's what it's called because I just need to cut corners somewhere because things are expensive. So um, I'm just gonna wait till it goes fully free on PlayStation Plus, and then I'll just start over. I don't mind it. I didn't get that far. I think I only did like four hours in or something like that. I think Donald just opened his um, uh, not Donald, excuse me. Uh, Scrooge McDuck just opened his, his shop. And that was it. Like I, I didn't do too much. But I like it. I like the and then by the time that I get back but I get back into it, there's gonna be so much more content. Because right now technically it's still out on beta, you know? It's like paid to play access, but there's still a lot of glitches and stuff, so I'm okay with waiting for now. But yeah. Uh Disney uh Valley, it's another great game. It's another great game. And that one includes two things that people love. The farming and life simulation aspect. And Disney characters. Look at that. You take two things that people love, mash them into one. Boom. You have peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's just something that people love. And see what I was telling you about different mechanics. In Star in, uh, Disney Valley, you have, um, you have Disney characters. That's different than any other one. Because nobody else is going to have Disney characters. Well, they were talking about um, Kingdom Hearts, but that's not a farming sim. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about. Every game gives you a different opportunity to have that um, um, the, the different area that you can work on that other game may not have. Like one more could be more focused on life. The other one could be more focused like The Sims. The other one could be more focused on farming, like Star the Valley. The other one would be uh, focused on taking your time, being patient, Animal Crossing. And the other one could be being more focused on the things that you love to see ever since you were a kid, like Disney. You know? And it's something beautiful. And I do think that anybody who's saying like, oh, you know, these farming sims and the live sims and blah, 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 and complain, complain, beesh, 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 this and that. I, I respect your opinion. Like, if you don't like him, I get it. But I really do think that there's a different level of relaxation that gets you through these games and just kind of just helps you look at the world a whole different way, you know? For example, um, I know it's not going to be as easy, but I would love to have, like, a like a little farm someday where I can have a couple of uh, egg-laying hens 
or a couple of ducks, something like that. Because I really, I love animals. So I know it's not the same in a game, but I would love to like take care of a few animals like that. I don't know if I'll go as far as a cow or anything like that. But, you know. So, yeah. It could also help people, especially kids, like smaller kids, learn about how to be nice to animals and how to keep following your dreams, like in The Sims. The Sims releases new updates all the time. The Sims 4. It's like, oh, architectural this and teacher this. And you can do a little bit of everything, you know, which I think it's really cool. Because it also opens, for example, because if you're a teacher in real life, let's say, but then you always wanted to make videos, but you never got around to it, you can go ahead and make videos on The Sims. You can be a videographer. You can be a photograph, a photographer. Uh, you can be all those things that you always wish you could have been, but then you never got around to it because of life, because who knows, you know? And again, that kicks us back into the psychology of it. The whole idea of having more control in a fake life than in the real one guys that is freaking huge it is huge because you may not be able to control when your rent is due in real life but you'll be able to control what you want to do with your life in the sims or in star the valley or in wildflowers it's just something so beautiful and majestic it's 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 therapeutic and i know i'm repeating myself here but it is it's therapeutic it's something that takes you out of reality and sometimes reality sucks you could be going through uh, a breakup you could be going through a family member being sick you could be going through whatever you know and i think that could be said about video games in general like i do know for example that the playstation one got me through a lot of things in my life when I was growing up um, I it, it got me through dark times you know when I was just a kid and I think that's the power of this of, of video games and this life sims and again that's video games in general but for me specifically like this life sims and playing Harvest Moon back in the day and playing the sims 2 it it let it allow me to have control over a household that I never had control in real life. It allowed me to have to be the father to my fake kids in The Sims that I always wish I could have had, or be that person that can control their lives the way that you wish you could control your life in in real life. You know, and it's definitely something that could help somebody go through dark times or just through something small like you just being worried that weekend over for a test coming out on monday pop up a good life simulator boosh you're in a better place right now where you can worry about that test sunday night if you want but monday it'll come anyway whether you worry or not that thing that you're worrying about it's going to come all you can do is sit down and try to wait it out and relax in the best way possible. Pop in a good life sim and enjoy it. That's it. Every game, every life sim or farming sim that you may play, there's so many, there's one for everybody out there. 
Again, if you don't want to go crazy over chopping wood and breaking rocks, give a try to It's a Wonderful Life. If you want to really go in and you want to learn more about crops and this and that, you can go into Farm Simulator. If you want to go a little step below, you can do Stardew Valley and so on and so forth. So there's so many great choices that you can do. And it'll take you into a whole new world of opportunity where you have control over the actions that can make you or break you, which you do in real life too. But you can always reload in a farming sim. Always. These things are really good for you if you were going through something, as I mentioned. So don't be afraid. Go grab a farming sim. Check out The Sims if you've never checked that out before. Nowadays, there's like a thousand updates to it, you know? And if you already are uh, a fan of these farming sims or of this life sims, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly how great it is to be able to go into these worlds and be able to sell your crops or to make mad money and do the things that you always wish you could have done in life, but for A or B reasons, such as being scared or whatever you may have never done. However, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still try to do the things that you want to do in your life. If you're scared, if you're afraid, and if your fake character can do it, you, my friend, can definitely do it. But I definitely recommend, if you have not done so yet, pick up one of these life sims. Pick up one of these farming sims. You will not regret it. If the last one you played was not the best one, keep trying another one. You will find the one that will speak to you. And then you'll end up having like nine wives across games. <laughs> but it is fun. It is something that could take you out of the reality of bad things going on around you. I highly recommend it. Because like I said, back in the day, just playing a few games here and there on the PlayStation got me through some dark times. So... Uh, you never know if Star the Valley will be the game that just kind of gives you a whole different perspective in life. Do you have a favorite farming sim or life sim? Tweet at me. Let me know. Alright guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Do me a favor guys. Please, please, please rate this podcast. Uh, share it with your friends. If you think somebody who will enjoy a crazy geeky guy talking about random geeky shish, um, just share it with them. Show it to them. Um, follow this podcast in as many places as you can so that we can go ahead and grow together. And, of course, as the podcast... Uh, excuse me. Podcast? What's the podcast? As the podcast grows, we'll be adding more things, more incentives with time. So... Just share it around. Again, rate this podcast if you haven't done so yet. I would appreciate it from the bottom of every single organ of mine, but especially my heart. Until the next time, guys, I have been your boy, Lewis. You guys have been awesome, amazing, fantastic, fantabulous. You guys truly are the peanut butter to my jelly, and for that, I'm always thankful. Make sure you go check me out on Twitch every Friday where I live. Follow the YouTube channel as well. And all my socials are down below if you guys want to check those out as well. Never know. If you want to see my face and you don't know what I look like because you only listen to me here, go check me out over there. You will be disappointed, but you will have a good time. I can guarantee you that. Until next time, guys, do me a favor. Stay awesome and geek on. Be good to everybody out there, folks. 
smile to somebody. You never know when the smile's gonna save their life. Until the next time, folks. Louis.